This is Restoration Bible Church and Ministries. We are a people of excellence living purposefully. And now, here is God's servant, Reverend Tunde Bolanta, as he brings you God's word. We trust that you will be blessed as you listen. This morning we began to speak on raised far above. That you have been raised far above. We're going to look at another scripture, some other scriptures this morning. But go to John chapter 20, where we read earlier this morning. Verse 1. The first day of the week, come at Mary Magdalene early, when it was dark, unto the sepulchre, and seared the stone taken away from the sepulchre. Then she runneth and cometh to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and said unto them, They have taken away the Lord out of the sepulchre, and we know not where they laid him. Verse 3. Peter therefore went forth and, and that other disciple and came to the sepulchre. So they ran both together, and the other disciple did outrun Peter and came first to the sepulchre. Verse 5. And he stooping down, and looking in, saw the linen clothes lying, yet went he not in. Verse 6. Then cometh Simon Peter following him, and went into the sepulchre, and saw the linen clothes lie. And the napkin that was about his head, not lined with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in a place by itself. Then went in also that other disciple which came first to the sepulchre, and he saw and believed. For as yet they knew not the scripture. That he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away again unto their own home. But Mary stood without at the sepulchre, weeping as she weepeth. She stooped down and looked into the sepulchre. And see her two angels in white sitting, the one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. And they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? She said unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they laid him. Verse 14. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not that it was Jesus. Verse 15. Jesus said unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said unto him, Sir, if thou had borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said unto her, Mary, she turned herself and said unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. Jesus said unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my Father. And go to thy brethren and say unto them, I ascend to my Father and your Father and to my God and your God. The reading of the word of the Lord is blessed. What a, what a, what a glorious resurrection. In the resurrection, Jesus applied his blood in heaven for you and there are no records against you in heaven. In the resurrection, Jesus applied his blood in heaven for you and there are no records against you in heaven. Hallelujah. Jesus told Mary, he said, do not touch me. I have not gone to, back to my father and to your father. We have the same father now because I have risen from the dead. And anybody who believes with me 
has the same father. Hebrews 9 verse 14. In fact, verse 13. Let's go back to verse 13. For if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of an heifer, sprinkling the unclean, sanctify to the profane of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, whom through the eternal spirit offered himself without spoke to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. When a case has been dispensed in the supreme court of heaven, there's nothing the devil or anybody can do about it. I want to say every case against you. In Colossians chapter 2 from verse 13, he said he blotted out and canceled those things that were against us. They were canceled. Everything that Satan can ever accuse you of. Yes, the Bible says, and you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, as he quickened together with him, having blotted out your transgression. And the things, he canceled those things that were written against us in heaven. I want to say there's nothing against you that has not been canceled. If the court of heaven has canceled something against you, no court on the earth can bring it in again. If the court of heaven has counseled something, no court on the earth can bring it in again. Jesus had to take, you know, the high priest will go once a year and put that blood on the mercy seat so that people can receive mercy, the blood of an animal. Jesus entered the courts of heaven. He went to the courts of God in heaven and he applied his blood in my, for you in my name, in your name. He said, I have paid the price. And I want to say to you, when that blood was applied in heaven, everything that was against you has been cancelled. If heaven is not against you, I want to say nobody on the earth can be against you. They may surely gather, but not by me. Whoever gathers against you will be falling for your sake. Child of God, I'm here to announce to you this morning that heaven, Jesus' blood in heaven has been applied for you. And because it has been applied for you, there's no accusation. There's no condemnation. That's why the Bible says, there's therefore now. No condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. There's no condemnation in your book today. I said there's no condemnation in your book today. Because the blood of God Almighty has been applied there. The blood in heaven is not a human blood. The blood in heaven is God's blood. Because Jesus got his blood supernaturally from heaven. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? Don't allow the devil to condemn you. Don't condemn yourself. Romans 7, 24. Paul said, who shall deliver me from this body of sin? The, the Romans had a way of punishing criminals. If you were a murderer, they would tie the, the victim, the person you killed, they would tie him to you, hand to hand, foot to foot, mouth to mouth, so that the, 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 the virus, the infection of that victim will kill you. But you know what? Paul was saying, who will deliver me? If you read it, say, thank God. I have been delivered. You see, many times we are carrying dead things about. When Jesus rose from the dead, your history did not come out of the grave with him. Your failure did not come out of his grave with him. And he took that blood to heaven to say, I have paid for this one. I want to say there's blood in heaven calling your name today. I want to say there's blood in heaven calling your name today. Every judgment that was supposed to come to you, the blood of Jesus has paid the price for you. Can I get a better amen in the house of the Lord today? When Jesus was raised up, we were raised up together with him. You see, Jesus did not die as a martyr. He died as a substitute. A martyr is somebody who dies for his conviction. Now, the Bible says, and the graves, when Jesus rose, he said the graves were open. Why were the graves open? Because you cannot take the substitute and the substituted at the same time. The moment Jesus entered in, it was finished. 
People that died that believed in Christ, they began to come out of their grave. If the grave could not hold him, the grave will not hold you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. We were raised together with him. I said you were raised together with him. The Bible says in Ephesians, where we saw earlier today, he said, one from verse 18 to 19, he said, the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe. The power that God manifested to raise Jesus from the dead, to raise us with him from the dead, exceeds anything you can imagine. How many of you know that the power of a machine, motorbike, exceeds bicycle? The power of a car exceeds motorcycle. The power of a plane exceeds car. Hallelujah. The power that God used to raise Jesus from the dead is immeasurable. Go to Ephesians 1 quickly. Let me just, let me just show you something there. Ephesians chapter 1, 18 and 19. Somebody put it up quickly. Let's look at it and move on. But you need to see that as well. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let me read the Amplified of that verse, verse 19. And so that you can know and understand what is the immeasurable, it cannot be measured, unlimited, surpassing greatness of his power in us, in and for us, who believe as demonstrated in the working of his mighty strength. Immeasurable means incalculable. You can't calculate it. Your computer will break down if you try to calculate. Inestimable. You cannot estimate it. Innumerable. It can't be counted. Unfathomable. Fathomless power. Raised him from the dead and raised you from the dead with him. The power was to such a degree that every sin in your life disappeared. Everything that's a cause in your life was broken. That power, when Jesus was raised from the dead, the Bible says we were raised with him. I want to say the power that raised us together with Jesus from the dead, it's irreversible this morning. Some things have happened for you. Forgiveness of sin is your portion. Healing is your portion. Deliverance is your portion because Jesus Christ was raised from the dead and you were raised with him also. Can I get a better amen in the house of the Lord today? There is no record of sin against you in heaven. I said there is no record of sin against me in heaven. Therefore, the Bible says we can come boldly to the throne of grace and find help in the time of need. In the resurrection, Jesus abolish all causes in your behalf in the resurrection jesus abolish all causes in your behalf john 3 14 and 15 um, jesus said as moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness so the son of man be lifted up that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life galatians 3 13 and 14 christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law be made a cause for us for it is written, Cause is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham will come on the Gentiles through faith. Child of God, I want to say there are no curses where you are concerned this morning. Do you remember when Moses lifted up the serpent? The children of Israel are sinned against God. 
and they were beaten by snakes. And God told Moses, make another snake of bronze that will have no venom. And Jesus referred to that here as the serpent was lifted up. That means I'll become, I'll become the cursed thing. When I'm lifted up, I will, I will swallow all your sins and all your curses at once. If you see curses flying anywhere, it is not your portion in the name of Jesus. I said, if you see curses flying anywhere, it's not your portion in the name of Jesus. The fact that it's a delay in your life does not mean you are under a curse. The fact that that miracle has not yet happened, it does not mean you are under a curse. Is somebody hearing what I am saying today? When you, oh, Rakabashata, may God give somebody revelation in the name of Jesus. I said, the fact that there's a delay. You see, many people, they use delay to judge themselves. The fact that something has not happened when you planned it to happen, it does not mean that you are under a curse. People begin to cry for nothing. Make I talk slowly. If you get into an air-conditioned car, your body will cool down. An air-conditioned room your body will cool down. I was somewhere recently. We were having minus seven. We were having minus seven, for God's sake. I came back home to plus 37. I said, Lord, have mercy upon my life. I know if you sleep. When I was in the other place, I was telling them that, I could have put it here. I cannot come down here. Put it here. I did everything. Let me tell you something. Colossians 1, 12 to 14. Giving thanks unto the Father who has made us meet or able to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints. Colossians 1, 12 to 14. Of the saints in the light. Who had delivered us from the kingdom of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. There may be heat outside, but inside that air-conditioned car, there's no heat. Somebody understanding me? The moment you enter that car and you put the air condition, the moment you go to minus degree, it doesn't mean that there's no heat in your country. It's just that you went to another location. In the resurrection, you are transported out of one kingdom into another kingdom. I said you are transported out of one kingdom into another kingdom. I said you are transported out of one kingdom into another kingdom. The delay in your life does not mean that God has denied you. Many Christians are praying useless prayer. Jesus said, I took you from the kingdom of darkness. I took my blood to heaven and I paid for you. And I canceled everything that was against you. Now you're having a delay, maybe in, in, in marriage, in childbirth, in promotion, in school, in something in your life. And you are crying and saying, God, why are you not doing it for me? He has done it. You know, your amen was not strong. Because when he delivered you, he did it one time. He took you completely. Promotion is already your own. Deliverance is already your own. Lifting is already your own. You've been delivered from one kingdom into another kingdom. Whatever else is happening around you, it does not change what God has done concerning you. You can choose to believe what you want, but I have chosen to believe that when Jesus was lifted, I was lifted. I have chosen to believe that when he rose up, I rose up. I have chosen to believe that when he ascended, 
I ascended. I have chosen to believe that when he sat down, I sat down with him. It doesn't matter what is happening. It doesn't matter if a thousand is falling by this side and ten thousand on the other side. I have chosen what I believe. I believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I believe I was lifted when he was lifted. I believe every cause they cannot touch me because he has lifted me above them. Whatever delay, whatever the enemy may be doing around me, it will not touch me. I said it will not touch you. There's a lifting for a child of God here. If you believe that, give me a better amen in the heart of God. I said, if you believe that, give me a better amen in the house of God. I have chosen to believe the word of God. I am not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I hear. I don't care who is ganging up. When they lifted Jesus, I was lifted in the resurrection. There's power in your life today. The same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead is dwelling in you. That delay is not a denial. What God has written concerning you is going to come to pass. Let every man be a liar, but let this God be true. Am I talking to a child of God in the house of God? If you believe that, give him a shout of amen in the house of God. Give him a shout of amen in the house of God. It cannot be reversed. Your resurrection cannot be reversed. Your resurrection cannot be reversed. The power cannot be contended. Hey! Power past power. Please sit down for a bit. What was that prophet? They threw a dead man into his, into his grave and the dead man rose up. Do you understand? You have been delivered from that. In the resurrection of Jesus, you are delivered from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. You are inside that air-conditioned car. You are still driving. Oh, people are sweating outside. But inside, you are inside air condition. And the fact that something has not happened does not mean God has denied you. Get that one straight into your mind. That it has not happened doesn't mean God has denied you. If you are saying God denied you, that means the resurrection is a lie. When he rose up, he rose above that problem. Oh God, why are you denying me? No, in the resurrection, you got everything. I said in the resurrection, you got everything. I said in the resurrection, you got everything. I said, in the resurrection, you got everything. In the resurrection, you got everything. Hallelujah. He became a curse to carry away your curse. He didn't say there won't be curses in the world. He didn't say we will not see. He said, only with your eyes will behold. He said, when you walk through the valley of the shadow, there will be shadow. He didn't say there won't be shadow. He didn't even say there won't be death. He didn't say katakata will not happen. But say you, you know when you enter aeroplane, the higher you go, Ephesians 1.19, you'll be going far, far, far. 30,000 feet, 33,000 feet, 47,000 feet. After you cannot see anything on the ground. You will look like, say you have been raised far, far, Far above destruction. Far above failure. Far above everything that is negative. Far. Far. You're inside that aeroplane. Then they tell you that uh, your landlord is in your house trying to collect money. Will you be afraid? You say, I am far. 
If you want to catch me, come and climb this aeroplane. Let's go far. Do you understand what I'm saying? So your landlord is knocking your door. He said, let's keep knocking. I am far. Some landlord of sickness will lock your door. Delay will knock your door. I said, you still there here? I said, I am far. I have an address, but I am far. How far? Far. Ephesians 1, 19. Far. Far above. Far above. Far above. Far above. Far above. Far above. When you fire a rocket into space, aeroplane cannot go to where rockets will go. Rockets will go far above aeroplane. You know why? The power that is released it's what makes you to go far. No matter how a bicycle run, you cannot run more than a car. You can't. A car cannot run more than an aeroplane. In the resurrection of Jesus, you receive a new identity. I said, in the resurrection of Jesus, you receive a new identity. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. Hallelujah. But we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. If any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. All things have become new. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. If, um, 2 Corinthians 5, 21. He that knew no sin became sin for us. That we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. In the resurrection of Jesus, you became a new person. What excites me about this new person is that this new person is a species of being that has never existed before. The Bible tells us that Jesus is the first begotten from the dead. That means he was the first to be born again. Hallelujah. Jesus was the first person. To be born again. He was raised up. and We were raised together with him. Thank you Lord Jesus. You became a new man. You look like him on the inside. How many of you realize that your head and your body. They don't bear different names. I said your head and your body. They don't bear different names. Hallelujah. Your head and your body don't bear different names. Romans 8.11 if the same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Jesus from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body. Is it not? It's almost unbelievable. It's almost too much. It's almost inconceivable to imagine that the same life that is in Jesus is what I have. Which revelation? Where? The same life in Jesus. The same life in Jesus. The same life in Jesus. Ah. Girl. Wow. Wow. The same life. You know, you know somebody can wear the same thing, but it's not the same thing. People that have eye, we see. Somebody can wear, there are different kind of gold though. There are some gold, it's gold, but... 
It's uh, that gold. Somebody will look at you and say, Okay. Mm. Thank God for the gold, but if, if that gold, you get comma. Hmm? Somebody will say, This is a. I don't know all these brand names. Call one brand name. Another person say, mm, That brand name is from Abba. <laughs> it's, it's a brand name, but we, now we make them for hair. The same life in Jesus is what you carry today. May God open your eyes to see what I'm talking about. It's too much for this head. It's too much for this head. The same life in Jesus is what you carry. Is it possible? In Christ, in the resurrection, you have a new identity. Your driver's license, must, the picture of your driver's license and you must look the same. If you give them a picture of your driver's license, you have afro in the driver's license, and in this one you don't have any hair. They'll say, are you the same person? <laughs> you give them driver's license. In, in the driver's license, you are very yellow. <laughs> but this one, you are very black. The police will say, ah, okay. Now you? I've been your brother. That's why if you go for visa, you say, your, your, you bring passports in the last six months. So that you, maybe if you have put on weight, they would be able to see it. Are you ready for this one? How can we look exactly like Jesus? People don't understand what I'm talking about here. When you get to heaven, you say, hey, God, I, I suffer for nothing. Which should never have touched me if I had this revelation. Misfortune should have run away from me. Oh. Okay, make I give you another illustration. Bodybuilders. If you see some people, their muscle is like your head. See here. You see here. Chest. It, it, they just look like iron. Have you seen those people? In fact, when you see them coming, nobody, you, you will cancel yourself. <laughs> If a person wants to sit down and you two, you want to sit down, you will cancel yourself. <laughs> that before honor comes humility, you tell the man, please, sir, you can sit down. <laughs> because one blow from that guy, you have died. But do you realize that you have the same number of muscles as that guy? It's just that you have not done anything with your own. A cub lion is a lion, it may be a baby lion. I hope when you get to heaven, you will not start doing that. Hey! How can I have the same life with Christ and be going through this nonsense? Some of you need to get up and get angry. I said enough is enough. Enough is enough. We are not the ones that said it. The Bible says, Romans 8, 11, if the same spirit that raised him from the dead dwells in you, is it true or it is not true? If it is true, then we need to challenge certain things in our lives and say, your head and your body, you cannot have a bank account in the name of Mr. Paul. The same person, you know, and then the body will have another account in the name of uh, Mr. Johnson. We have, Jesus is the head where the body, the same life is there. And because you are carrying the same life, I want to say end to misfortune in your life in the name of Jesus. I say end to misfortune in your life in the name of Jesus. Do you know Jesus has given us his authority? Matthew 28, 18, when he rose up, he said, all power! In heaven and earth is given unto me. What can your head do without your body? Jesus rose up and gave us the victory. 
There are some things that have been running in that family. Somebody needs to end it. I said somebody needs to end it. So once they build a house, the person will die. Once the person is 40, he will die. 50, he will die. 60, he will If the person is really joined to Jesus, can you kill him? You know, some people, if they see you with a very important person, they'll start respecting you. Say, ah, you mean, you mean the governor just left your house now? now? You mean, you mean you, you, was that the president you were talking to? Huh? You are not married to him, oh. he just answered phone call. <laughs> and your friends started respecting you. Say, ah, is that he, the commander in chief just spoke to him. Hey, this boy, the, this boy, the, he, he opposed you now. Waff, he don't hammer, opposed you, don't go. Opposed you, don't go. He don't leave, he don't blow, leave us for back. Ordinary phone call. <laughs> See, eh? Some of you, if they got that kind of call, you even, yes, uh, Mr. President, it is me. Oh. <laughs> it is me. So everybody can hear that you are talking to Mr. President. <laughs> no, Jesus did not give us a phone call. When he went to hell, he took us with him. When he was buried, we were buried. When he rose up, we rose up. When he ascended, we ascended. When he sat down, we sat down. In him, in him. In him, in him. I prophesy over your life that everything that has limited you in Christ, in Christ in this season, they will begin to fall down. In the name of Jesus. Every work of hell that has limited you, everything that has been standing in your way, that the power of resurrection will bring them down in the name of Jesus. I declare over you this morning, as we walk in the power of resurrection, a new day has come into your life. A new day has come into your family. In the name of Jesus. Daddy will give you glory. Give him a shout of praise in the house of God. Hmm. Hallelujah to Jesus. Ah, Father, you are too much. You are just too much. When I think about the resurrection, I, I'm just saying to myself, one of the things I said he has in the resurrection we have the authority. Dead things should not cling on to you. You know one of the in the Luke's account let me just find that spot and read it. Um, Luke 24 verse 4 and it came to pass, Luke 24 verse 4 it came to pass as they were much perplexed thereabout. Behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said to them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? Through the resurrection, dead things will not cling to you. Why seek the living among the dead? There are so many dead things flying around. My, my prayer for you. And my testimony over this house is that dead things will not cling to you. Because when the resurrection happened, no dead thing could cling onto Jesus. My prayer for your family, my prayer for you that are watching us online, is that dead things will not 
If there's death in the front, it will pass you by. By the power in the blood of Jesus and by the power of resurrection, my prayer for you and my decree over your life is that dead things will pass over you. In the name of Jesus, wherever they mention death, it will not come to you. Because when Jesus paid the price, it was for all eternity. It included you and other generations to come. That will be your portion in Jesus' name. When Mama gave her testimony today, I didn't really catch it, but I caught a little bit. You know that that's not the authority of pastor. No, no, it was not. She didn't come back because the pastor called her back. No, 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 no. Hello? You could have done the same thing. I know some of you. Are, I said, you. Point to your neighbor say, you. You could have done the same thing. Not until the rich pastor. You could have done the same thing. Why? If Jesus is the head and you are the body. Amen? Can the head come and move the leg? The leg has to move. All I did was as a part of the body of Christ. I, I used Jesus' authority. Dead things will not cling to you. The woman said she was already flying. You are not going, no. If you like, fly. You are going to enter that body. She said she was already flying. She has left her body. She was saying, you will not die. You will not die. I said, we need you. Father, I need this woman. Your spirit, if I remember my prayer, I said, I command your spirit to enter that body in the name of Jesus. You cannot go. I said, you cannot go. The problem with some of us is that we put one leg in Jesus, we put one leg in another place. That's why it doesn't work for you. Somebody said, talk to me. Oh. You don't want me to, I will talk to myself. You cannot put one leg here. Altar of God and altar of devil. You are inside the two. One by one, they give you something where they put for pockets. Jesus, they give you blood of Jesus. Then the two, they work out together. It don't go work now. You even kill yourself. Hey, when we come to church, all, everybody is looking well. God, no. God, no. There's one thing when you keep under your pillow around 2 a.m., you look and say, the two men they give you, you will call and small. <laughs> if that blood of Jesus will pass on the fish, no work. This one will work. It will not work for you. No, let's tell ourselves the truth. Do you know people still have places they go specially? You say, when the thing hurts, when the thing hurts, when go, no go, you go. Hey, Baba, see, see this thing at 1 a.m., just to touch your head with that. No wonder you have been having a headache. <laughs> they have been touching your head with that. Is Jesus not enough? <laughs> Bazenji 
We refuse to be afraid because our Redeemer liveth. Just put your trust in Him. Don't shake. Don't shake. There's nothing to shake. Sit down for a bit. Let me go to something I didn't get to in the first service so I can wrap this up. Do you know your, you two are going to be resurrected? Tall. I said, do you know you are going to be resurrected? Let me read you a few scriptures and then I'm going to wrap up. 1 Corinthians 15, 51 to 53. 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 to 18. You shall experience the resurrection of your physical body. Behold, I show you a mystery. 1 Corinthians 15, 51. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 and 14. 1 Thessalonians 4, from verse 13. But I will not have you ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we, have, if we believe that Jesus died, how many of you believe that Jesus died? If you believe that Jesus died, let me see your hand. And rose again? If you believe that, let me see your hand. Even so, them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet with the Lord, meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Hallelujah. You will experience a resurrection. Now, let me say something to you. A, when you are in Christ, you've already experienced a spiritual resurrection because spiritual death has been, has been conquered on the cross. When Jesus rose up, he conquered spiritual death. When he cried, Eli, Eli, Le Sabbathani, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He was, he was pushed away from the presence of God so he can be welcomed there. When he rose up, he is alive forevermore in the presence of God. Amen. Amen. In the Bible, you saw Elijah. He was raptured. Enoch, he was raptured. Jesus himself before them, he just went up in the air. A Christian that dies, when they say the person die, is born again. He has conquered spiritual death. A Christian has conquered what? Spiritual death. Because you are joined to the Lord. You are one. The moment a Christian dies, 
instantly he goes straight and is joined to Jesus. Instantly he's in heaven. Amen. You can put his body in the mortuary, but you cannot put him in the mortuary. You may put his body in the mortuary, but he's not there. You just put the case. The thing will matter, don't go. That's why the doctor said, pack it up. Now eat. These are the rest. We're fine, so. They pack it up. They put it up. Pop. When they put it in the coffin, the person is not there. He don't deal with Jesus since. Talk to me. When they go graveyard, people they care. Hey, 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 we are putting our father in the ground. <laughs> your father already have we say. They are putting it in the ground. I'm in heaven with Jesus. But if you are not born again, there's if, if you are not born again, you are not going there. Jesus rose from the dead and raised up to when you believe in him. The moment you believe, the power of resurrection goes into your life. Death leaves your spirit, life comes into your spirit. You don't die as a Christian, you change address. He said, the man died. Shut up. How can he die? Somebody who is alive forevermore like Jesus. The body died. He tired. Even car tires of The mechanic will say, oh God, this tire, this car. Make we put make we sell out. Or let us cannibalize the car. There's no, there's, you know, they start selling person because the car man don't tire. When the body is tired, go kaput, man. But you cannot die. You have resurrection life. This is what makes you different from your neighbor. If you don't know Jesus, it's just like he died like chicken. That's why Paul said, if the dead be not raised, we are of all men most miserable and our faith is in vain. But the other sweet part, you know, Jesus as a man went to hell. God raised that body up. There's a God man at the right hand of God, the first begotten from the dead, Jesus Christ. Do you know one day God is going to pick up the body of all his saints? I've been privileged to see the rapture of the church. I saw it. Jesus came in that cloud and we were going up. If they put your body in the ground, no grave can hold a Christian down. No grave. There was no grave that could hold Jesus your head down. No grave can hold your body down. You are not a, just a common person. God says he's going to pick that body he says the mortal must uh, take on immortality. He will make it immortal. Hallelujah. You'll be looking, you, you'll be, you, you will be, you, you will be looking more handsome than you are now. More, more beautifuler. More beautiful. Don't go around beautifuler for work. You will fail. <laughs> more beautiful than you are now. The glory, the reason where people cannot go to heaven in this body is that the glory, if you go faster than the speed of light, you will dematerialize. The glory world, they operate faster than that speed. And when you operate faster, you are operating, you are operating with eternity. And that's why sometimes when the presence of God comes into a meeting, people are falling down. It's because we cannot stand. If they take you to heaven, like, you cannot even reach heaven like this. Even ordinary plane, can you go with, can you fly up in this body? You will not make it now. So immortality is coming. And that's why we are different from the world. Hallelujah. Your spirit has experienced immortality, resurrection power. But one day your body too will experience immortality. That... 
Paul said, comfort one another with these words. Me, I have problem in crying when Christians die. I have to force the tear to come. Say, Christian die. If somebody win lottery to America, you go, they cry for them. He said, you win American lottery, oh, they go. <laughs> we call party and say, I bet declare for us. It's because you've not seen heaven before. And I pray some of you will not see heaven. If you see heaven for vision, I start praying. Say, God, I want to go. You will not go now. If you try to go, I will call you back by force. I refuse to allow you to die. I refuse to allow you. You finish your work. But if you see heaven for one minute, Jesus is Lord. If you see heaven for one minute, you say, Father, I want to go home. This world is not my own. God will say, finish your work. This world, Papa said, finish your work. Christians who go to heaven don't want to come back. Because they are walking in a level of resurrection life there. This is a big topic. Hey, I wish I had time. I wish I had time. So when people just say, a child of God went to me and say, ah. I say, you graduated before us. Congratulations. I say, graduate before you, not be your senior. Someone graduated before you, not be your senior. You graduate before you now. It's a win-win situation for a child of God. If he goes to heaven, Paul said, to be absent in body is to be present with the Lord. He said, I don't even know which one to choose. That means they were so heaven conscious that said, Father, if you say now, nah, they are ready. Hallelujah. But some people don't want to think about heaven. It's because you have not gone anywhere. You are in your father's farm. You think it's the largest farm. Hallelujah. The Lord will say to you, joy is coming. I have not forgotten you. Joy is coming. In the name of Jesus. Every, every blockade of hell, everything that has limited you, every tradition, every, 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 every stumbling block in your way, by the power that raised Jesus will be there this morning, I uproot it eternally in the name of Jesus. You can receive that prayer too. Everything standing in your way by the power of resurrection this morning, I uproot in Jesus' name. Everything standing in your way by the power of resurrection this morning, I uproot in Jesus' name. Father, I give you praise for a new season in this house. Can we lift our hand and thank the Lord for it? In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Give the Lord praise in the house. Thank you for listening to today's message. Do join us same time next week. Follow us on our social media handles, Facebook and Instagram at Restoration Ministries International, Twitter and Mixilar at RBCM Online, and our website is www.rbcmonline.org. You can also be part of our live power park services every Wednesday by 5.30 p.m. and on Sunday by 7 a.m. and 8.30 a.m. respectively at Restoration International Conference Center, RICC, Romanew Extension, Kaduna South. God bless you.